All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome. So we're gonna do a body scan that will last somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes. And then I'm gonna open the floor for questions or comments um, about practice. Um, so if there's something that has been, um, I don't know, just uh, something about your own practice that you'd like to bring up for discussion or just share with others, um, uh, I encourage you to um, in the second half of tonight's class. So um, let's just uh, get right into the body scan. So please get in a comfortable position. And to begin, just take a few deep relaxation breaths to settle into this sitting, breathing deeply in through the nose, feeling the entire upper body fill up with air, nice and slow. And exhaling slowly through your slightly open mouth. And breathing in through the nose. And out through your slightly open mouth. Just take a few more of these kinds of breaths on your own, at your own pace. And now let your breath come and go at its own rhythm, no longer intentionally elongating the breath, but just letting it come and go at its own speed and depth. Feel free to keep your mouth open if you would like, or just let the mouth come to a close and breathe in and out through the nose, whichever feels most natural to you. And for those of you who haven't done a body scan before, I'm just gonna ask you to bring your awareness to different parts of the body. And the only thing for you to do is just notice, just be aware of whatever sensations there are in the part of the body that you are attending to. We're not trying to change how that part of the body feels. We're not trying to intentionally relax the body. I'm not trying to do anything. We're just being aware of how the different parts of the body feel. So let's begin at the very top of the body, at the crown of the skull. Just feel the sensations there up in the scalp there, at the very top of your head. You might feel some tension, some pressure, some itchiness. You might feel all sorts of things. Just notice what there is to feel. Now bring your awareness into your forehead area. We furrow our brows when we are thinking hard or anxious or stressed. So you may notice some tension or residual tension here in the forehead area. 
And remember that we're not thinking about how these different parts of the body feel. We're really just trying to feel the sensations as sensations. You don't even have to find a word to describe these sensations. Just feel them at the level of sensation. And now let your awareness move into the area around your eyes. And feel how the eyes themselves feel as well as the soft tissue around your eyeball. Now please bring your awareness to your jaw muscles, the muscles they use to chew. It's very common for people to carry a decent amount of tension in these muscles. Some of us will even grind our teeth at night. So don't be surprised if you notice tension or holding or even discomfort. Just let your awareness be soft. Let it gently just receive whatever sensations you encounter here. Now let's move our awareness to our tongue. And to begin, just notice how the tongue is situated in your mouth cavity, whether it's pressed up against the top of the mouth or against the back sides of your teeth. Then bring your awareness more specifically to the tip of the tongue. Do you notice any tension or any other kinds of sensations in the tip of the tongue? How about the middle, meaty part of the tongue? What do you feel there? And then the back of the tongue, where it disappears down the throat. What do you feel there? Now let's move our awareness to our lips. If you notice any tension or any discomfort in a part of your body, you may also notice a desire to make that part of the body relax or to somehow change how it feels. Try not to indulge that temptation. Instead, just let the sensations be. Remember, we're not trying to do anything to ourselves with this practice. We're just being aware of how the body is, bring awareness to how the body's doing. 
that itself may cause some parts of the body to relax or change how they feel. But the point is not to make that happen. We're not doing anything. We're just learning to be with the body as it is. Now please bring your awareness to your throat, the area around your throat. Now let's circle around to the back side of the neck and speak on the right side and feel the muscle that runs from the base of the skull to your shoulder socket. The band of muscle that runs from the base of the skull to your right shoulder. Can you feel any movement in this muscle as you breathe in and out? Now let's bring our awareness to our upper right arm from the shoulder to the elbow. Feel the sensations in the shoulder muscle itself, in your biceps, your triceps. And then move your awareness to your right forearm. The muscles that we use to clench our hand into a fist or tighten our hand are actually located in the forearm area. And so you might Notice some tension here in the forearm. Now, how about the right wrist? And then the back side of your right hand. And now the palm of your right hand. There may be parts of the body where you don't feel any sensations or not many, and that's okay. Just notice how it feels. And if you're not feeling anything in a particular part of the body, just notice that. There's nothing wrong or unusual about not feeling sensations in certain parts of the body. Just be aware of how it feels, including the absence of sensation. Now let's go to the muscle on the left side of your body that runs from the base of the skull to the shoulder socket.
Can you feel any movement in this muscle as you breathe in and out? And then the upper left arm, the shoulder muscle, the left bicep, the left tricep. Just explore what sensations there are in the upper left arm. Now the left forearm. And the left wrist. in the back side of your left hand. And the palm of your left hand. Now let's bring our awareness to the upper back, in particular the area between our two shoulder blades. Notice the sensations produced here in the upper back between the shoulder blades as you breathe in and out. The way the movement of the upper body filling up with air and exhaling changes the way the sensations here in the upper back feel moment by moment. And now let's bring our awareness down into our lower back. Notice any tension any discomfort. Notice too your reaction to any tension or discomfort. Many times when we have tension, we compound that tension with kind of extra tension, almost an aversion to how it feels. Just be curious about how your mind and body react the places where you are experiencing discomfort? Are you compounding the tension at all? Just notice if you are. Notice how it feels to do that.
and feel how the lower back moves, if at all, with the breath. As you breathe in and out, is there any movement here around the lower spine? Now let's move down into our buttocks, our glutes. And to begin, just feel the sensations produced by the contact between your bottom and the seat upon which you're sitting. Now let your awareness move into the muscles here, the glutes. Like the jaw muscles, the glutes are muscles that often carry quite a bit of residual tension throughout the day. So don't be surprised if you notice some unnecessary tension here. Just Notice the way that your body is carrying tension here, if it is. And soften your awareness around whatever you encounter. As your awareness deepens in this practice, can you feel how the sensations in any part of the body, like in the glutes right now, how they're not static, but changing slightly, moment by moment, nothing ever quite the same moment after moment. Sensations changing, energy moving, shifting. Now let's bring our awareness into our thighs, upper legs. Big muscles, a lot to explore. Just let your awareness roam through these big, muscle, strong muscles. Notice how the sensations may feel different in one place than another. Now let your awareness move into your knees. You might begin on the surface at the kneecaps. But then let your awareness move into the knee joint. And now let your awareness move to the front side of your lower legs, the shins, 
And then circle around to the back sides of the lower legs and explore the calves. And then let's explore the ankle area, the ankle joint, the Achilles tendon area. The top sides of your feet now. And now the bottoms of your feet. Now please bring your awareness to the center of your chest, breastbone or sternum area. Just feel the sensations there as the chest rises and falls with each breath. And then let's settle our awareness in the rib cage, feeling the way the ribs move as you breathe, the way the tissue between the ribs feel as the chest expands and contracts. And finally, let's move our awareness into the belly. For many of us, there will be a whole swirl of different kinds of sensations and feelings in the belly. With the awareness let your awareness be soft and open, accepting, just letting the belly be however it wants to be. No shoulds. not trying to make anything happen, just being.
Okay, that's good for tonight. Thank you. Take a moment, get comfortable. Feel free to move your body around. <clears throat> so I've heard from a number of people um, over the past few weeks about how much they appreciate this community, how much they appreciate what people bring to these conversations um, and how much you all learn from each other. And I think it's one of the most important things about this space. So um, I want to, you know, as I do once in a while, uh, leave a bit of extended time for people to talk about how their practice is going, ask questions um, that sort of emanate, emerge from your practice. Um, and so does, does anyone have anything that they would like to bring up for discussion? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, hi, Bob. Hi, how are you? Good, good to see you. Um, yeah, so th this is very new to me. I've uh, had experience with transcendental meditation um, and similar things, but a long time ago. Um, I wasn't here last week, as you know. Two weeks ago, it was confusing for me. I, I, I can't, I can paraphrase what you were saying, but... Um, Basically, the message I got was we're not here to feel better. That might be, be too simplistic. Um, and with with the meditation I've had experience in, you know, there are things like relaxation techniques and things mm -hmm. that, that make you feel better. <laughs> um, but as we were doing this tonight, um, you had mentioned softening your awareness, mm -hmm. which I thought was very interesting. Um, anyway, that's where I'm at. Um, that's a process. Yeah, no, Bob, there's, there are, thank you. I think what you're talking about brings up so many important, I think, sort of things about the kind of practice, meditation practice that we're doing um, in this class. And it is different. Well, let me, hmm. okay, let me, up. there are many different ways of approaching meditation. And some of them are, um, some methods are intended to create a certain kind of effect, you know, like to, to relax the body or the mind, um, or to cultivate feelings of gratitude or love, or, you know, to, to increase concentration. There are many different things. And actually all of those um, those kinds I just mentioned um, actually have a place here. You know, this, it, like, um, they're you know, all even within, they're all within the, the Buddhism realm. Well, yeah, they all have value. They all have their place. They all have important uses. Um, but I think that the what we were talking about two weeks ago that probably was like, wait, what? That seems like, you know, um, counterintuitive. Is that there's also I think a really important. Um, place for uh, a kind of meditation practice that is is simply about being aware right of of how we are you know what what's actually going on and I think um, it's actually I think probably the most important sort of component of the practice that we do here all those other things we also do like even tonight began with a bit of, bit of relaxation breathing there are nights that I devote to loving kindness practice or gratitude practice, things like that. But um, 
the real, I think, key thing that we do that is different from certain other sort of traditions of meditation is just practice awareness. Like, how are things, right? Um, and um, that can, over time, produce ra quite radical changes. Um, it, um, but um, it's not about producing a change, not, not trying to affect a change. And I think the, the phrase that you picked up on from tonight is really, I think, important in this respect, like soften your awareness around, right? Um, and I think what, what that's intended to encourage is, can we just be with, just notice how things are without trying to do something to it, you know? Um, and um, one of the things we learn, I think, when we try to do this for a while, is that actually it's very hard to do, you know? And I don't know how you experience it, but it's like, look, when we feel uncomfortable, our instinct is to try to make it better, like try to make it go away, right? Yeah. Do anything. It's almost like, you know, like we're trying, you know how like, you know, you feel a tight muscle, the first thing you want to do, you want to stretch it, right? You want to, you want to, um, but in this setting, we're saying, what does it feel like just to explore that tension as it is? Um, and then you, you start to realize that a lot of our suffering, a lot of what makes us feel so uncomfortable is the fact that we um, can't really let ourselves be as we are. We're always you know, trying to get away from how we're feeling in different ways. Either you're trying to hold on to a good feeling or trying to get away from a bad feeling, right? Um, and so um, when we can sort of like get over that habit or start to transform that habitual response, suddenly we realize actually like, you know, the discomfort itself isn't so bad. What's really driving me crazy is this antsy feeling like I gotta get away from it or I gotta get, you know, I gotta change my situation. It's like, I'm always either running towards something or running away from something. But if we can just sit with how we are even when how we are is uncomfortable, we start to realize that's not so bad. You know, it's it's the running around that is like driving us crazy in our minds, you know? So um, that's the kind of shit. It's not that somehow we're masochists, right? And we just think like discomfort is, um, is you know, something to be desired and something to be held onto. No, no, it's really just, can we get over the kind of um, craving that we have to always be managing how we feel, you know? Um, and then pain, discomfort, you know, unpleasant feelings or emotions suddenly don't become as much of a problem. And then life opens up and, and we realize that contentment or peace isn't about producing a certain kind of feeling, like the feeling of happiness, but actually being at peace with how we are each moment. And when we start doing that, we realize that certain moments are happy, pleasant, certain moments are unpleasant, certain moments, you know, and it all moves and shifts over time. Um, it's the kind of clinging to one particular feeling that um, causes us so much pain, and so much suffering. So I don't know if that helps. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay, great. Thank you. Hey, Bernie. Oh, hey, Sam, hi. Uh, one of the questions I got is I find myself not maintaining a, um, a straight posture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I get relaxed. I start slouching. I lean forward. You know, I try to straighten it out, you know. And then I find myself, like, after a while, like, you know, just I end up not being able to focus on my meditation, more uh, focusing on, you know, you know, stay straight, stay straight, you know, and, and um, just wondered if anybody or yourself had any kind of feedback with, with that. I'm, I'd be interested to hear if other people have suggestions about how to, but it's, I think it is, um, you know, it's, it's, we want to be relaxed, but also alert. You know, this is, this is that kind of, that, that combination, the balance or combination we're looking for, because when you start slouching in the way that you, you describe, right, then the mind also starts to get fuzzy in the way that you describe as well, right? They go, the, the mind and the body go together. And I think also as importantly, you start to collapse your front side so that you're, you're, you can't breathe freely or fully, you know, it's just, just physically it's impossible to breathe like 
in a free way if the chest and the and the, the stomach area are kind of like scrunched over. Um, and that also then has this kind of negative feedback loop on the quality of your awareness. So, um, so even though it sometimes seems a little bit effortful to try to keep an upright posture, it's actually quite important. Um, and over time, I think you'll be become easier and more second nature staying upright without being kind of like rigid, not feeling like, oh God, I'm, I'm, I'm trying too hard. But um, so, but how to do, it can take some time. And it, I think I would say it's worth the effort of trying to stay upright, um, even though it feels like what you want to do is give in to that kind of relaxation but the problem is you can just get spacey you know you just start and um yeah but do, does anyone else have anything they'd like to say to sam about i mean because I, I know we've all experienced these kind of challenges right of being alert staying upright right it's it's totally normal yeah yeah i i um hi sam and and bernie and all you guys um i about 30 years ago, I was really very devoted to a Zen practice that was very um, focused on the body and posture, you know, assuming the right position and maintaining that. And with Bernie, I found like as soon as I assumed that position, it was a comfort zone that was really... Um, a remarkable sort of home uh, stasis for me. But then <laughs> I got more and more relaxed and I fell asleep a lot with Bernie. Oh my gosh. And yeah, dipping forward. But I guess what I got out of Bernie's teaching was, yeah, just pick yourself up again and don't fret. You know, it's okay. <laughs> That's all. I remember one of the first things that Ezra said when I, because, I, I, you know, we'd known each other from way back. And then, you know, I, I drifted and got caught up in, um, you know, school and life and having kids and all that. And I reconnected with him some years ago. But I remember I was, I, I went to a retreat and sat like I was trained to do, like, like Carrie was trained to do, which is like, like this, you know, and I was like, really? And he said, like, you're, you're carrying a lot of tension in your, you know, in your lower face. And like, you know, you don't need to sit in that way. Um, and, and I think it is, it is really settling, relaxed in a relaxed way is really important. Um, so I think the fact that you're feeling relaxed, Sam, is good. It's not bad. It's just, can you just, is you won't benefit from the practice much if you start spacing out and get totally zoned out, right? So it's that kind of just bring yourself back a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, thank you. And jumping in, Sam, I think one thing that helps me is visualization, like almost visualizing a channel uh, that my breath is moving through because that shifts it from thinking about maintaining this posture and then having this sort of self-consciousness of performing the posture to going internally and focusing on my breath and kind of that visualization allows me to focus on my breath and kind of is a subtle, gentle cue for my posture as well. Yeah, I can actually like tell like, you know, if, if my head goes down too much, obviously, you know, it, it's more, um, effort, you know, for, for, uh, me to breathe, mm -hmm. you know, so like, I know to pick my head up, uh, you know, but sometimes I just, I just go forward, you know, and, and <laughs> I don't know, like it's, uh, Sam, it's also seven thirty or, you know, 8 PM. I mean, there are, there, it's just a difficult hour to do this. It's like, you've had dinner probably an hour ago, you know? So oh. it's, you got, it's, it's really human. <laughs> Like I have to, have to, maybe I should buy a brace or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really weird. No, don't do that. <laughs> Bernie, would it be okay to just add something? Of course, of course, Jane. I just, um, I can't tell you, and that sounds really goofy, but I can't tell you how much I appreciate 
this group, this class, because I started doing this a little bit when I lived in Los Angeles, but for years, you know, we had a wonderful group at the Eclipse Mill we had for years. Rob was there and some other teachers. And, and so I learned a lot, but, and I have one, since I moved to Phoenix, I belong to an insight meditation group where we meet in person with a teacher. But every time I come to yours, seriously, when we had it in person, in Williamstown and now the the peace that I feel I've never felt in another group it's it's amazing it just it's so spiritual and peaceful and kind it feels wonderful and I just it's it feels so different it's so easy thank you well I'm glad it feels good Jean no it's really true that there's a peace that's happening it's almost like somebody gave me drugs you know it's like but I I don't think I go to the other groups and it doesn't happen like that it's really interesting uh, that's wonderful. I, I don't think it'll always last. And I don't think everyone here always feels, <laughs> but, um, but enjoy it while you have it. <laughs> no, it's really true. It's just, it's, it happens. It's wonderful. Thank you. Great, great. great. I'm casting a spell. <laughs> I'd like to say something to Sam. Uh, uh, when I was in physical therapy, it was a, a little thing that you just move your chin back just slightly and that moves your shoulders. And I found if I, you don't do that, my belly goes in and my back curves. So I might try that. <clears throat> Thanks, Mary. Uh, I know when I drift off, uh, I always try to find my breath. And uh, even though I'm nodding off or I'm very tired, I do 45 minutes every day. And sometimes that seems way too long. Uh, but what I do is when I find myself drifting off or uh, daydreaming or thinking about something that is uh, insignificant, uh, I just try to find my breath and uh, feel my breathing in and breathing out. And that kind of, kind of centers me again and allows me to pick up my posture and uh, carry on with it. But um, I have to tell you, Sam, I, I, I don't know if I can do an hour. I really don't, <laughs> but I can, I, can do, I can do 45 minutes, I can do a half an hour, but uh, my mind does go off and uh, my body responds that way. Like if I'm dreaming about something, my head will go down like I'm in a, mm -hmm. a stoop or asleep and dreaming. Uh, but if I find my breath, I come right out of it. So I try to continuously look for my breath. But I have to tell you, I've been doing this for a while. And uh, um, like you, I find myself uh, uh, tilting my head, uh, dropping off, and I uh, have to come back. But finding your breath seems to be the key. And I, I learned that from Thich Nhat Hanh. I mean, he's the one that, that constantly said, find your breath, find your breath, find your breath. And uh, that's what's helped me. Thanks, Bill. I think that's the, the, the basic teaching for all the meditative uh, greats that we read about or listen to is, is that's the, the primary you know, focus is being drawn back to focusing on the breath. Um, I just thought it was interesting that you that you said that. Thanks, Bill. Uh, this problem of nodding off never will go away. <laughs> I mean, you, you will always. I mean, I, I, I think one of the, I, I, I mean, my own Zen teacher when I first moved to Sonoma Mountain, I mean, the great thing about full lotus position is you can just sleep without falling over. <laughs> you know, you just literally, literally just like sometimes you'd be like completely asleep there. You know, um, it's not it's not a sign of virtue if you can stay awake. It's just something that's good to try. You know, it's not like you're a better person if you can stay awake. It's like we don't we shouldn't moralize this. We're just you know, we're just doing our best. And and um, yeah. Um, Hi, Pamela. Hi, Bernie. Hi, everybody. Um, 
Sam, are you having trouble with your posture or with your awareness? I mean, primarily was your question about like losing um, an upright posture or was it about like falling asleep? Well, no, I mean, I've had moments where I nod off or whatever, um, but I've always struggled to, to to sit straight all my life. I've always like slouched naturally. So, you know, the meditation, um, I, I find it uh, a bit more challenging, you know, to to maintain that that upright position. Um, and I know like, you know, before, you know, Bernie has told me, you know, whatever you find, you know, that's comfortable, just roll with it. Um, but I've been doing this for a little bit now and, you know, I really want to try to try to get myself to, to really, um, sit up straight. Um, yeah, I keep reading about the different or how important it is to, to, to have a, a good posture, you know, so it's just something I've been trying to do, but I, it, it causes me to notice more about how much I don't. <laughs> than I actually do. So th there's um, two tricks that one that I use all the time is the trying to get a feeling of having all my vertebra and my skull stacked one on top of the other. And it's like, you can feel it when the weight is all kind of stacking down. So instead of thinking about like what it looks like or where everything else is, when I'm in meditation, I try to find this like, kind of like if you've ever tried to balance a spoon on your fingertip, it's like this sort of just trying to feel your way to a sense of a balanced stack. That helps me. Um, and I've seen when I was um, studying at the Zen Center in Los Angeles, they do this thing where before they start, they like rock around and pivot until they find they like let their body kind of find that balance stack. Anyway, I don't know if that will help at all. Those are great suggestions. And actually, yeah, that kind of like rocking side to side front, you know, like sort of like you just go for and you go back and you start to sort of feel where is the center, you know, where's the center. It's like you're, you just kind of go big and then go smaller and smaller and smaller, right? Yeah, so like, yeah. like play with it. It's, yeah. uh, it can be fun. And what Carrie said about when she, was it Carrie, you said you found a place like a home. When I find the stack, I don't have to struggle to maintain it anymore. Mm -hmm. When I don't have the stack and I'm like holding myself into an erect posture, mm -hmm. muscles get tired and shaky. And it feels like I can't hold this for, like, I can't focus on the breath because I'm, uh, I don't know, the, my attention is being spent maintaining my posture. Whereas when I find that stack, it, I, could, I feel like I could hold it forever almost. I can't, obviously, but like when I find it, it feels comfortable. It feels good and sustainable. I'll try some of that because that, that's, that's what I experienced tonight. Just, I, I found myself just focusing more on trying to, I was paying more attention to my, my posture than I was actually my breathing and mm -hmm. everything else. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'll also tell you that I have pretty, I have a scoliosis and I'm quite crooked. So, um, it's almost like river rocks. That doesn't have to be a, ta a perfect line. That's why for me, like finding it, yeah, it's mm -hmm. unique to my skeleton <laughs> and musculature. That's great. Thank you so much, Pam. I also think your body scan practice, Bernie, has been very helpful to me mm. because it's 
really f- helped me, first of all, be much more body aware, mm-hmm. uh, more than I ever have been. And that's always a plus, I think, in the, in the long run. And I have terrible posture, Sam, as well. But it's only in the past few years since I've been practicing with this group that I've actually discovered, oh, this is what it feels to stand up straight. I, I'm starting to feel it now. So practice. <laughs> and one of the things, this is opens into a bigger ter- territory. So I'm just gonna touch on this, but it's like, Sam, one of the things that, um, I discovered through years of practice is that um, there's a certain way that I collapse the upper half of my torso um, that's actually, I think, designed to um, limit how much I can feel in the center of my chest. It's like, it's actually, um, you know, that that idea of the body keeping the score of different kinds of emotional coping mechanisms. And I think that, um, so posture isn't just something technical you know it's not something like if we did right and figure out how to do it correctly we could just there are ways in which even when i do what exactly what pamela described which is how i was trained to, to find a sitting position um it's there's a certain kind of psychological reason why like the posture actually won't line up correctly because i'm like i'm keeping something tight you know um and so um i have actually felt that it's not always the case where I, I assume the right sitting position and then I can just practice. Rather, by becoming aware of how the body's holding tension and then allowing the body to open up, uh, naturally the right posture emerges because the body's no longer intentionally holding itself tight. So it feeds like the awareness and the, the, the way we sit, the posture in which we sit feed into each other. And sometimes we may be having difficulty sitting in a way that's alert and upright, not because we just can't find the right position, but because there is a kind of psychological hold, you know, something, there's a tension inside of us. Um, so anyway, but this is something that we each have to explore in our own practice, but um, um, there's a way in which posture can become too like technical and it's, or, or, or merely technical, but I think it's, it's sometimes more than that. Um, so there are days where I feel very collapsed and there are days where I feel open. It has nothing to do with whether I've figured out how to sit that day correctly. It's just that there's there's something going on inside, you know. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but I just like that's there. I just throw that out there as another dimension to this issue. Yeah. No, it makes very good sense. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So it is eight thirty one. So um, I'm glad that. Thank you. To, um, to all of you who, who spoke and shared tonight. And let's, we'll just do this once in a while because I think it's like, um, it's really nice to have um, the group decide what's worth talking about. So um, I think everyone has been here before, but as you all know, I like to end with a minute of silent sitting before we say goodnight. So if you would indulge me, that would be wonderful. So I'll tell you when the minute is over. Okay, everyone. Um, before I say goodnight, I just did want to say, in case some of you, I know some of you weren't here last week, but um, if you would like to chat one-on-one about practice, I'd be happy to set aside half an hour for a phone call or a Zoom call 
just as long as everyone who's here has been a regular. So anyone who's here is, is welcome to reach out. Um, so during the summer, I have some extra time. So if you'd like to talk about practice, just let me know. Okay. Good night, everyone. Wonderful to see you all. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, Thank Mary. Thank you. Good night. Good, Good night, night everyone.